With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. <clears throat> this is Dallas. Hey, Dallas. Hi. Alan from Kingdom Builder. How's it going, man? Good. Thanks for, uh, for for doing this. Oh, thanks for joining us. Really excited about the movie and got a chance to see a screening of it the other day. And uh, definitely always look forward to seeing what uh, folks think of it when it finally comes to theaters. Yeah, yeah. It comes out uh, next Friday. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do is um, this interview is going to be pre-recorded. We're actually going to play this on our show on Kingdom Builder on the 21st. Yep. So we're actually going to we're actually going to talk about it uh, as kind of past tense. Hey, this film just came out yesterday. Um, so if right. I say that, that's why I'm saying it because we're pre-recording. Yep. Get it? But yeah, yeah, just going to focus on the film today and 
Uh, there's a little tidbit in there with you being Jerry Jenkins' son kind of thing, sure. and then we'll wrap with um, the takeaway from the movie. Great. <clears throat> All right. There is a new film coming out in theaters on Friday, January 20th. Actually, I just I already messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're off to a rough start, my friend. Let's let's start that again. How do I sound, by the way? Am I am I okay? Am I uh, you know, close enough to the phone and all that? Yeah, it sounds it sounds a little muffled. So, but I it's it still sounds better than most of the calls that come through. So I could make I I just pull I'm pulling it a little bit further away from my mouth. Does that sound any better? Yeah, sounds good. Okay. There's a new film that came out in theaters yesterday called Resurrection of Gavin Stone, and it's a great movie, one that you can take the whole family to see. And today we are joined on Kingdom Builder by the director of that film, Dallas Jenkins. Dallas, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. It's, uh, I'm, you know, it's been, a, been a crazy last couple of days. Oh, I bet. Back-to-back interviews talking about the film, and I'm, I'm sure that you keep pretty busy leading up to the release of the film. Yeah, I've been busy leading up to it, and then obviously yesterday with it coming out, uh, you know, I got to got a chance to see it with an audience, and that's been exciting. So it's it's uh, I'm just hoping the the whole weekend goes well. Well, that's great. Well, we're glad that you joined us today, and Dallas. I wanted to start off by saying that you did a film years back with Kevin Sorbo called What If, and I want to point out that I love that movie. I didn't realize that you had directed that, but when I went and looked back, I'm like, hey, Dallas directed that movie. That that was an excellent movie. I loved that one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think um, there's some similarities between What If and Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Both have a bit of a fish-out-of-water theme, um, someone trying to be something that maybe they're not or that they, they, did, that they don't know that they've got in them, and then uh, you know, ultimately finding something out about themselves that they didn't know before. And then, of course, I really am trying to bring a lot of comedy uh, to the faith-based film world, which is pretty rare. Um, you know, whether or not I succeed is, is up to the viewer, but uh, just trying to introduce a little bit more variety to the faith-based world if we can. Well, the the new film is funny. It's got, you know, obviously it's got some serious moments, but it does have its moments where it's actually pretty funny. And if you've seen the preview of the film, uh, there's a scene where Gavin actually, the the plate is going around for the Lord's Supper, and he takes a handful of the crackers and just starts munching on them. And uh, I, I got a kick out of that because, you always, when you're sitting in church, you wonder, okay, is there going to be somebody that's ever going to do that? That would that would be hilarious. Somebody who doesn't really understand uh, the symbolic nature of the Lord's Supper. So uh, well, there's no. there's lots of stuff in there. And, you know, I got a chance to watch a screening of the new film. And for those who haven't seen the trailer yet, can you tell us a little bit more about the film and what it's about? Yeah, you brought up, uh, you know, uh, an example of what happens with this main character, Gavin Stone, who uh, he's a former child star, um, now kind of a celebrity wannabe in his early 30s, struggling. Um, you know, a lot of child stars kind of grow up, realize the world doesn't revolve around them, and that's kind of a tough uh, realization. And uh, so he gets in a little bit of trouble in his hometown and uh, in Illinois and is sentenced to 200 hours of community service at a local church. And so when he's there uh, assigned to, uh, to, you know, doing maintenance, he sees that they're putting on this big passion play, and he realizes, boy, I'd rather work my hours off by acting than uh, cleaning toilets. And so he uh, pretends to be a Christian so that he can play the part of Jesus in this, in this play. And so 
uh, the reason that, you know, that example you gave of him taking communion, I mean, he, go, he goes to church, he's trying to fit in, trying to play the part, trying to speak the language of Christianese, trying to, uh, you know, act out all the things that he sees everyone else doing, but doesn't quite get it right all the time. So how he pulls that off, how he navigates through this uh, world when he's clearly a fish out of water and tries to pull this off provides a lot of the humor of the film. But then the serious message of the film is, of course, as he plays the part of Jesus, he learns more about him. And uh, also being part of a community of believers um, you know, where he receives this kind of unconditional love and grace, which is something that he's never experienced before. So there's some humor mixed in with some, uh, with some drama. Right. And, you know, I might add that this is something that, you know, a lot of people who have never stepped foot in the church uh, who aren't believers might step in the church, you know, feeling that, you know, totally out of place because they're not exactly um, used to the environment and really some of them really don't even know how to act. And, you know, I think it's cool because this movie really goes a long way and, you know, showing how as a church we're that we're supposed to treat people who come to the church. I mean, we're supposed to love on them. We're supposed to not only, you know, preach the gospel, but we're also able to, you know, supposed to show them why we do what we do, apologetics, why we believe what we believe, and really reach out to those people. And I was was that person at one point in time. I mean, I wasn't a former child star, but, you know, I came from a background where I thought I knew more about the church than I really did, and it wasn't really until – you know, the Lord reached down and saved me that I, uh, you know, really realized that. So this film is uh, is an excellent way to kind of introduce the church and what we're supposed to do for people. And, you know, Dallas, I might add, this movie has uh, some popular upcoming stars like Brett Dalton, who plays Gavin Stone, along with mm-hmm. comedian Angela Johnson. And, you know, you got veterans of the screen in there with Neil Flynn and D.B. Sweeney and even a role from one of my childhood sports icons, WWE legend Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah. What really drew you to making this film to begin with? Was it, did you, you know, read a script or was this a story that you had thought of? No, uh, I, I heard about the script just randomly. I was at a breakfast with some, some uh, people I didn't know. We had been kind of set up to just talk about uh, movies and see if there was any potential. There wasn't really for us to work together, but at the end of the breakfast, they mentioned this story. And the moment I heard it, I was drawn to it. The moment that I heard the notion of this guy trying to, fit in um, and trying to be, you know, as a fish out of water, trying to pretend to be a Christian, um, I could immediately see the humor and the, the, the pathos and, the, you know, the spiritual impact. In fact, you said it just recently when, when you were describing it, you used the term, uh, what, you know, we do, why it is we do what we do. And that's actually the theme of the film. And that really drew, it, drew me to it as well. Um, there's a key moment in the movie where Gavin is kind of wondering why he's receiving this unconditional grace from the church. And the pastor's daughter, played by Angela Johnson, says, this is what we do. And so that, that really resonated with me, um, the notion of what is it that the church does? What, what, do, what are we supposed to do? Um, because this movie is not only uh, as a lesson for the church outsider, because uh, they can identify with him. We've, in our test screenings and in early returns from the movie, we've heard from a lot of people, um, uh, whether it's through anonymous cards or um, people finding out that I'm the director and telling me, I've outright said, if, if, if uh, I haven't been to church in years and this movie makes me want to go, and if there was a church like the one in this movie, I would go. And the three things that I think resonated in this film and, and, and drew me to it are the, the three things that, that the church is supposed to be doing. And one is we welcome without judgment, we love without condition, 
and we forgive without limit. And a church that does that, uh, as my pastor says, needs to order more chairs um, because uh, there will be people who are drawn to that kind of unconditional love. And once they're in, of course, we want to push them towards righteousness, and of course, we want to pursue holiness and uh, doing the right thing and you know, living out Christ's commands. But as we're welcoming people in, um, are we doing it without condition? Are we truly living out how Christ loved us? And that's that to me, combined with a lot of the humor, of course, to tell the story, uh, is really what ultimately drew me to it and, and drew the cast that you just mentioned, including Shawn Michaels. You know, this is his very first movie. WWE said he wouldn't do a movie. They, they, they asked him before and he wouldn't do it. And uh, yet this script drew him in um, because of the, that very message and the humor. And so uh, getting a chance to work with that kind of a legend uh, and, his, and hearing his incredible testimony was a huge part of it, too. Well, one thing I can say is that, you know, when, you know, I, and, and I'm sure that you've come across this too, I've been to churches that are, are not very welcoming. And, you know, going to these churches as a saved person, as somebody who's a follower of Christ, it's really disheartening because I'm kind of putting myself, myself in the shoes of somebody who's an unbeliever who's coming to the church for the first time. And that's not really the kind of, um, that's not really what you want people to kind of take away from the church. So it's good sure. that, you know, have got a movie that really highlights what the church should be about um, to people that, you know, who aren't followers of Christ. So I, I think you did a really good job at being able to show, you know, the true heart of what the church is, is for. And, you know, as, as far as, you know, you mentioned Shawn Michaels, I actually didn't realize it was his first movie. I mean, I remember seeing, you know, he, he's no stranger in front of the camera. I mean, he's been on the sure. in front of the camera wrestling since the '80s with the Rockers uh, right. and Marty Jannetty. And you know, I you know, you got Neil Flynn in there, which is uh, on the hilarious show The Middle, which is on yep. TV right now, and DB Sweeney from the ice skating movie The Cutting Edge. Yep. Uh, what was it like directing actors like that? You know, people. You know, you've you've directed films before, but you know, directing somebody like these guys who've been in film for so long. Uh, what was it like directing these guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I used to, when I first started making movies, I'd, I'd come into it a little bit intimidated, um, a little bit nervous about the fact that people were so experienced and I didn't want to let them down. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bit more confident, of course, just as in my testimony and my personal relationship with God, just realizing that I'm here to serve him and not others. So that helps too. But these guys really love the script. And um, and I think they respected that. I did a, a, a rewrite of the script and, and had written a lot of the scenes And because when they love the script and they love what you've done already, that makes them trust you. And so I think establishing trust is really important. And I got really good actors. And so Brett Dalton and Angela Johnson both have fantastic comedic timing, which is important. And I think that not only helps in the scenes of comedy, but it helps in the scenes of drama because timing is very important in terms of arousing emotion from the audience. Uh, Shawn Michaels, which is interesting, uh, you know, I, I, some people said, who was who your most challenging actor and who was your, you know, your easiest actor? And I said, uh, the answer is Shawn Michaels to both questions. Um, because on one hand, it was his very first movie. Um, yes, he's been a wrestler for, you know, decades and uh, is comfortable in front of the camera, but uh, had never been on a movie set before. So that was, you know, challenging in the sense of him just kind of learning the language of the set and how to, how to do all this. But um, it was also extremely easy because of the fact that he was so humble and so deferential and eager to learn. And uh, any time that you've got an actor who's not only confident but also humble and willing to learn, it's, it's a fantastic combination. So 
he's got such a powerful testimony. I mean, that guy was, he was a bad dude um, for years and uh, was not uh, very well liked in, in the, you know, inside the WWE universe. I mean, was, was known as kind of a tough guy to deal with and uh, drugs and alcohol had kind of taken over his life as well. And God just radically transformed him. And so uh, knowing him now uh, is, 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 a, is a privilege. And, you know, the, the video that we made about his testimony was released by WWE um, online and has already been seen by two and a half million people. So when people ask me, you know, well, why were you working with a company like WWE on a movie like this? I'm like, well, there's your answer. I've made lots of testimony videos and none of them have been seen by two and a half million people. So um, that's, you know, that, that's all been part of this process is working with great actors, um, knowing that they're executing a script that they liked and that I liked and, and ultimately bringing about a movie that resonates with people. Well, some people may actually see your last name and wonder, is he related to Jerry Jenkins? And it's cool to know that you are indeed, that it's your dad. And, right. you know, Jerry Jenkins should be a familiar name to folks in the world of Christian literature, you know, for he co-wrote along with the late Dr. Tim LaHaye, the Left Behind series. Right. Um, what was it like growing up in the Jenkins house? Was your dad's work in books and later in the films any kind of influence on what you do now? For sure. Um, you know, for, for a couple of reasons. One, I think my desire to tell stories uh, came from him, obviously. Um, he's always been a storyteller uh, from, from the 190 books that he's written to the just, you know, when we have guests at our, guests at our house. I mean, he's just always been the, the, the guy who loves to tell stories, make people laugh. Um, you know, he's, he's been a speaker. So I got that for sure, certainly from him. But then, of course, my strong Christian faith being raised in that environment. Um, and then, you know, what's interesting is when I got into about eighth grade, um, eighth or ninth grade, he said to me, um, you know, I haven't shared this with you because, you know, I wanted to kind of protect um, you as just a kid, um, you know, and, and, but he's like, I'm a movie buff, you know, and I want to, you know, introduce you to some of the great movies that maybe when you were a kid, you wouldn't have appreciated. And so we started watching movies together constantly. And I just, that, that really transformed me. Um, and I thought, man, if I could arouse in other people in the, the emotion that these movies are arousing in me, but do it for the Lord, we could really impact people. And, you know, my, I wouldn't have said it in these words at the time, but I, I think I, I've always kind of felt the most important message in the world deserves the most influential medium in the world. And the church didn't seem to be really wanting to do that. There seemed to be a tenuous relationship between the church and movies. But my dad always encouraged me in that regard. So that was significant too. And we, you know, we made movies together by the time that I was old enough to do that. The Left Behind series had taken off. He had some resources to be able to do it. So, you know, for 10 years in Los Angeles, we were, um, you know, we had our own company and making movies. So that, that obviously was a significant uh, thing. And I think in the Christian market, it's important for parents to encourage their kids to be salt and light in areas where maybe the church hasn't always been. Right. And that's, and that's, you know, I, you know, I appreciate what your dad and, and, Tim LaHaye did with the Left Behind books, later the movies. And, you know, you might mention this movie that you got now, Resurrection of Gavin Stone, is about a former child star, and those movies actually starred a real-life former child star, <laughs> Kirk Cameron. So, yeah, you know, he turned out a little different than uh, Gavin Stone. Uh, you know, Kirk Cameron yeah. had, had a radical uh, transformation as well. Now, Gavin Stone, of course, it's not giving too much away. I think you could predict that, of course, playing the part of Jesus and being part of this church has a huge impact on him. But yeah, we were trying to tell a story about someone who was struggling. But yeah, the, the Left Behind movies, I, didn't, I wasn't part of making those, but those really helped turn the tide, I think, in many ways in Hollywood and in the Christian market to realizing that, that uh, 
Christian movies, faith-based movies can have some impact and are worth being made. And so that's why I think you see such a significant increase over the last few years, more movies like that. Well, Resurrection of Gavin Stone is now in theaters. a great film, and I think it's uh, one that people should definitely go and see. You know, in closing, Dallas, what is it that you want people to take away from the movie the most when leaving theaters? A lot of people, a lot of Christian movies ask churchgoers to come to the theater on Friday night and Saturday night. We believe that this movie can get theatergoers to come to church on Sunday morning. Um, and we know it because we've been told that, um, and that, you know, outright by people who've, who've experienced it. And so um, ultimately I want um, church outsiders to maybe look at church a little bit differently and see it as a place of, of grace and love. And, uh, and then for Christians, um, this movie isn't about a perfect church that saves and, and changes the bad guy. Um, this is a movie where both, um, you know, the, 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 the outsider and many of the insiders are impacted. Um, they both learn more about grace than they did because I think as Christians we maybe take some of that for granted. And so uh, Gavin Stone helps these guys maybe look at the story of Jesus in a way that they hadn't seen it before. And by giving grace, they also experience receiving grace. So I know I'm giving you a lot to your answer, you know, because there's, you know, there's probably more than one takeaway. But ultimately, um, I want I want to see you know maybe more people in the seats on Friday night at the theater, but more people in the seats in church on Sunday morning. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today, Dallas. And you know, we wish you the best of luck with this film. And you know, we pray that the Lord does mighty things with it. Thank you so much for joining us today on Kingdom Builder. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, well, that's where we'll end our call. Um, I'll send a link over to the publicist once we get everything up, but this will actually run on radio the 21st at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, I noticed you tagged, you uh, responded to the thing that we put on Twitter yesterday. If you uh, you get a chance, follow us on there. That way when we put it up, you'll see it, and um, we're going to be right. making a lot of noise with this film next week. Good, I appreciate that. Yep, I'll do that. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks a lot, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye. All right, bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.